Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. All-star closer, Kenley Jansen, we have a question. What's the best podcast of all time? Baseball isn't boring, baby. I'm Rob Bradford, and every single day I'm sitting down with the biggest names to show you this great game is the greatest game. It's my podcast. It's my passion. It's a cause I started more than two years ago and is now the most prolific national daily baseball pod there is. Another fact. So jump aboard the B.I.B. Express. Follow and listen to Baseball Isn't Boring, presented by Wasabi Hot Cloud Storage on the free Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. Now, it's time for Order Up, served by Carbone's Hospitality. I unplugged my microphone. Sorry about that. WTIC is... I'm excited about this hour because I, I just think this question we've been I, th- I think we've been uh, doing better topics as we get a better feeling for what you want from this hour. And um, that's led to hours that are more getting more fun all the time. People are just love in this hour, which I appreciate. Thank you for all the positive feedback. And this hour, we want to ask you a question that calls on your entrepreneurial instincts. And that is what what food-related startup would be your fantasy business? What is your food startup fantasy? That's what we want to know. 860-522-9842. And I'm sure everybody has something where you say, oh, that would be a great business. Why don't I make popcorn and dribble chocolate all over it? And then dip it in French fries. Put a little Dijon on top. That would be big, wouldn't it? Everybody's got their ideas, right? Or you're at a restaurant and you say, oh, these guys have it all wrong. And you start redoing. Everybody's got their food fantasy. Share yours now. 860-522-9842. We'll get a traffic report and then report back to you. All of us reporting to each other, I guess. Now, it's time for Order Up, served by Carbone's Hospitality. WTIC, yes, it's a food hour. Order Up, it is called. We talk restaurants, we talk recipes, we talk business ideas, which we're doing right now. What is your food business fantasy? 860-522-9842. East Hartford. Hello there, Juan. Mr. Todd, I always look the entire week forward to this hour. I know you do. We're here. I've had this idea for a long, long time. And and Anthony kind of touched up on my early idea, which was the name of my restaurant was going to be Pasta My Way. 
But I it was going to be nice what? It was going to be pasta my way. We're going to make just pasta dishes, and it was going to be my way. Oh, I way love that idea. That day is the way it is. You like one? It so, so there would only be one option. Chef Juan would decide, and that's it. That's it. Nice salad, nice nice pasta dish. But since I began to travel a little bit more around the world, I experienced something that I thought it's fantastic. It's the it's the preset meal, one price. One sitting, mm-hmm. and that the restaurant just makes the best possible thing they can make from local ingredients. Yeah, uh, and the critical part of this it. is it it doesn't it doesn't lock you into a menu where you have to find certain ingredients, even when they're difficult to find. It doesn't worry about stuff running out. You just go buy what the best stuff is on any given day, and you Correct. cook it because you feel like it. And then everybody gets the best meal. Now, I don't know if the average diner is prepared for this one, but I know I would I be. Think the world, I think the world's ready for that. Every, every single place that I've been that mm-hmm. has that concept of Paris, and this one in New York, um, Chicago, down in Florida, the place is sold out. The food is phenomenal. You just experience the best possible meal that that chef could put together yeah. that day with the freshest, most possible ingredients you can find. And, and I believe you have a guest that's going to help us find fresh ingredients around here today. And that's going to be awesome. Uh, but, you know, today I'm on my way, and I'm going to put in a little shameful plug that I've been putting um, out today. I'm on my way to New Haven for a beer garden and a pizza garden. But most importantly, you're going to see the best cycling you're going to see in New England tonight. Professional, juniors, amateurs, they're going to be racing around the center of New Haven. Started already at 4 o'clock, they started racing. But at, uh, I believe at 7.30 or 8 o'clock, the professionals. Oh, Very, sorry, Juan. We're, we're losing your signal. But thank you for telling us about all that, and I love your idea. Gene and Harwinton. Hi, Gene. Todd Feinberg, good afternoon. Yes, sir. Gene, what's How your you? food fantasy? Yes, yes, I love it, because I've actually thought about this. Mm-hmm. I would start out with an old-fashioned diner atmosphere. I like it. And I would target comfort food for the working man. Mm-hmm. Nice. Slice roast beef and gravy and a vegetable or meatloaf or... There, every time I look for something like that today, I can't find it. Yeah, and you'd have to have overcooked green beans. Well, whatever. If that's what somebody wants, that's what I'll make. Canned. They've got to be canned. Yeah, that's all right with me. I don't care. There you go. I like the concept. I think it would be huge, Gene. Well, I think there's a big hole in the market for it today. I believe you are correct. Thank you f- for that, sir, and have yourself a good weekend. What is your, Adam, what is your food business fantasy? I would do a French pastry shop. Mm-hmm. Uh, are, are you the I mean, baker? Anything... No, I'm not a baker. I'm an elevator mechanic, actually. But my <laughs> grandmother hails from Nazi-occupied France, and my grandfather is originally from Canada. And, and you'd have an awesome dumbwaiter to go down to the kitchen. Yeah, right? Exactly. So... Really, anything wrapped in dough and cheese, fruit-filled, baguettes, bread. So is this a uh, familial fantasy for you because because of their background? 
Yeah, I mean, I've always had, I guess, somewhat of an obsession with my French heritage. So Mm -hmm. who has the best food in the world but the French? Yes, well, after the Italians, I would be inclined to agree with that. Yeah, okay. (laughs) Good. Thank you, Adam. Sure thing. Appreciate that. See, there's a little entrepreneurial spirit going in every possible direction. Dave calling from Brantford. Hey, Dave. Yeah, good afternoon, Todd. Uh, Coming down from the Big E in the uh, Rhode Island exhibit, they do Mm -hmm. clam fritters, which we always look forward to every year at the Rhode Island State Pavilion. Okay. And it turns out you can't get them anywhere. And we got a lot of seafood joints on the shoreline. There are no clam fritters. I think they're excellent. And coming from the school of thought that do one thing and do it well, mm-hmm. I would love to have a little cart in whether it was the malls and the food court or maybe uh, astride the beaches in the summer uh, or maybe at a sporting event, a uh, little league game. You show up with your clam fritters. You don't even need tartar sauce. I find they only need salt. And it's easily scalable. If it's a business that works out great, you could buy a dozen of them. And have we, you know, there's not a huge amount of capital investment. And it's just because we like clam fritters. I have no experience in the food business at all, except my father sold industrial chemicals to restaurants for dishwashing <laughs> and rinsing and sanitation. But, uh, you know, I just love those clam fritters. Uh, the chowder pot in Brantford had them for one week as a special. And so I never get enough, and I think people would like them. Uh, it's so a one- good idea. And and food concepts, as as uh, Juan alluded to, you know, if when you're simple and clean in your concept, it makes it a lot easier to operate. Keep up the good work, sir. sir. Thank you, Bye. Dave, for the clam fritter. I don't think we're going to get a lot of clam fritter competition today. I just have a feeling. The idea is on this food hour. The idea is that we are getting your ideas. And and a, f- a fantasy that, I don't know, I assume these are recurring fantasies, that you have like a nagging concept that you've created for what you would do if you were doing a food business. Sarah calling from East Hartford. Hi, Sarah. Hey, Todd. How are you? What's your idea? So, so listen, one of the reasons why I wanted to call is because I feel like my husband, Juan, gets a little too much airtime, and I just wanted to start dethroning you him. You think? So, that was my first. That was my you first think? thing I wanted to put out there. And also, there's not too many women that call into your show, and so I want to start to give a female perspective on some of your issues. That's that wonderful. The first thing I wanted to put out there. Second thing is my idea for a restaurant would be called Mom's Place, and it sounds a little cheesy, but everyone loves the nostalgia of their mm-hmm. mother's food. So if you could produce really good home cooked like meals, like you grew up with, like your mm-hmm. mom used to make, but put kind of maybe a more gourmet spin on them so that you could kind of relive your childhood. Yeah, I think that's a great idea. And and I like you know? the cheesy idea. Everybody loves cheese. I know. I think so. I think you do really well with that. I mean, who wouldn't love to go somewhere where they could get an awesome meatloaf with mashed potatoes and green beans, but have it done really, really well with local ingredients, mm-hmm. and that's all you would serve. It's cheese just, whiz on top it's of just it. no, no cheese whiz, Juan. Hey, keep your really, mouth shut, Juan. It's her exactly. turn. Exactly. Thank you, Ty. It's really good home cooked food that reminded you of your mom. Yeah, that's really that's nice. My idea. 
Are you thinking uh, high-end, middle-of-the-road cost? No, it doesn't have to be high-end. doesn't have to be high-end. Just really good quality food and kind of taking, you know, what Juan was saying earlier. Just have, like, one or two things every day on the menu. Like, we have baked chicken today, macaroni and cheese and whatever, and we have meatloaf with mashed potatoes and green beans, and that's it. It doesn't have to be highfalutin. No, not at all. You can go and get a home-cooked meal because there's, I can't think of one restaurant in my area where I can go and just get a comfort food meal that's not laden with fat and crap and is just clean ingredients, easy, and I can feel good about it. That's why I have to cook every single day. Well, I loved everything in the concept till you said you wanted to get rid of the fat and the crap in there. But but I guess I could I guess I could compromise to go to your place, to go to mom's place. Well, I would put I, I would use butter. I'd use butter. Just well, that's not good. trans fat. Yeah, okay. No, butter is is good fat and I like fat. Exactly. The key is to have the fat we, there. We'd use the good fat. Awesome. All right, Sarah, that's anything else? That's it. I think I'm good. Good. Thanks for taking my call. Well, thank you, and I'm glad we could do a little uh, marital improvement there, uh, a little marital management on that call. 860-522-9842. I think mine would be chocolate-related. I would like to make a piece of chocolate That's that so you. is the most incredible-tasting chocolate anyone's ever tasted, which I think would be easy to do because a lot of chocolate isn't that good. What would you? What would you endeavor? I think I would do something. Uh, I guess a little similar to what Juan said, but I'll do a different spin. Maybe I'd say like I don't know the title. I haven't thought about a lot, but say Anthony's place, and uh, I wanted to do stuff that I've cooked throughout my life, specifically mm-hmm. like with my families. Like I was really thinking in my head, I can make homemade raviolis and I can make homemade pierogies, That's and good. it's like you know you kind of get dumplings of all cultures in that sense. You could call it the combo place. <laughs> You've got this split person, split personality. That'd be a good name too. That could, yeah, that could work. You got work. the Polish thing. You got the Italian thing. You satisfy them both, and both sides of the family love you. And they all want free meals. Well, yeah, yeah, hey, that comes with it. And that's yeah. when you go, hey, <laughs> trying to make ends meet here. Jamie calling from Middlefield. Hi, Jamie. Hi, Todd. Great show. You know, uh, Dave, a few callers back, had it nailed right on the head. You know, the whole fair food thing. I mean, these places print money when they have a single concept and they just do it relentlessly and well, it's awesome. But that actually is my subject is uh, fair food. You know, how about a restaurant where you can get either a a sharing portion or smaller dainty portions of some of the awesome fair foods where people line up. You know, Mm -hmm. uh, in my area, we have the awesome Durham Fair. And people just line up at the big donut place. Certainly, they get their fried dough. Uh, I personally love getting in line for the Polish potato pancakes. You get over and over and over again. Uh, but a place where you can enjoy like that. Would it be healthy? Maybe, maybe not. But you could always put some arugula on top of it, you know, and charge a couple extra bucks because it's healthy. People now. have uh, no problem going and spending a lot of money on stuff that will shorten their lives. <laughs> no problem yeah, you know, at all. As a matter of fact, know, I think that's the preference. 
I think food is one of the few places we can go these days. You know, everything's getting so expensive, and we know food is expensive, but people aren't as apt to go out and buy the power boats and the fancy cars, but we at least have one place where we can treat ourselves, you know. Yeah. <laughs> on the subject of the fair, too, Dad, if I can just say, so sure. many of our agricultural fairs in Connecticut, we got one going on this weekend, certainly the Durham mm-hmm. Fairs next weekend. There are a lot of food booths that are nonprofits. Um, that make most of their money from the fairs. I work for the Republican Town Committee of Middlefield. We have a pulled pork sandwich, and that's where we you know, are able to do great things with the money. It's not just politics. We help families out in town when there's a need. I mean, so just to support your nonprofits at the fairs, I think it's the best, best thing ever. And uh, you know, certainly we have plenty of fairs happening all until October. Well, that's a great idea. Thank you for that, Jamie. Thanks, Todd. Have yourself a great weekend, and thanks for taking part in the show. John calling from West Hartford. Hey, John. Hey, Todd, how you doing? What do you think? I, I've got a great idea. It's called Mom's Take It or Leave It. You pay at the door when you get there, ah. and then you sit down, and there's no menu. You get what they're making that day. You can take it or leave it, buddy, because that's how it worked when I was growing up. And what, you never know. It'll be hit and miss. Sometimes it'll be a gourmet meal. Sometimes it'll be cold pizza left over from the night before. But if you're hungry and you show up, pay your bill, <laughs> and give it a shot. That'll bring you back, right, to when you were a kid. Well, that's a really interesting idea. And then if you don't finish your beans, you get sent to your room. Oh, no dessert, absolutely, man. Get sent to your room. Go to your homework. <laughs> hey, you know what? That's nostalgic to me. People will go for it. It's like, it's like I, roulette. I like it because you could just sit around brainstorming shtick. You know, people love shtick. And oh, you yeah. can just have one little reminder of your youth and your uh, being under the thumb of your parents after another, and it'll be a joy. There you go. Thank you, sir. Have a good weekend. Have a good weekend. It's Order Up. We're looking for your food business fantasies. When you're out to eat, I know you've done it. When you go to a store and you get something, you know, like some takeout food or a candy or a snack, ice cream place. You've had an idea about how to do it better, and we want you to share that idea. 860-529-842. Let's take yours. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. All-star closer, Kenley Jansen, we have a question. What's the best podcast of all time? Baseball isn't boring, baby. I'm Rob Bradford, and every single day I'm sitting down with the biggest names to show you this great game is the greatest game. It's my podcast. It's my passion. It's a cause I started more than two years ago and is now the most prolific national daily baseball pod there is. Another fact, so jump aboard the B.I.B. Express. Follow and listen to Baseball Isn't Boring, presented by Wasabi Hot Cloud Storage on the free Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. Now, it's time for Order Up, served by Carbone's Hospitality. Thank you to the folks at Carbone's for being our sponsor for this food hour called Order Up. 
We're talking about your food business fantasies. Have you had one knocking around your brain for 20 or 30 years? You're, you're not in the mood to actually do, but you you sometimes lay there thinking, oh, I really should do that or I should have done that. I was just looking at profitability for different food operations. And the, the highest one I saw is ice cream, which has a profit of up to 19%, whereas a regular restaurant is around 5%, and grocery stores are 2%. I, I, th- I think the ice cream is a good idea just because you'd have that profit margin advantage there. Gail calling from Windsor Locks. Hi, Gail. Hey, how you doing? So uh, what, are you one of those people who's always got a, a business idea racing through your brain? Uh, how'd you know? I just... Uh, I was I was in customer service for 50 years. Oh, so you like making sure people are happy. You betcha. Customer All right, so what's your thought? Customers, but anyway, the thought I'd like to say is I'd like to find some fondue at a restaurant. You mean uh, you want other people to do this? This is just a suggestion to people who have businesses. It's interesting. Those are fondue is a big thing, like the chocolate. You know, pouring through a fondue is that fair? Or are you talking about cheese only? Are you being? Uh... Oh no, you get the cheese, or you get the chocolate, or you know, the chocolate with the fruit. Because I the... like the idea of chocolate fountains. That's just so exciting. Oh, I like the cheese fondue or some nachos and a nice non-alcoholic beer. Yeah. How come more people don't do that? I don't get it. I don't get it either. But uh, that used to be, in, in my day, fondue was, the, that's what, you know, everybody came over and we. There was? What was that? Had. That was in the 70s, I think, where fondue was the, the big thing. You betcha. Yeah. All right, Gail. Thank you for that. I remember that fondue era. I remember that. That was fun. 860-522-9842. Now it's time for Order Up, served by Carbone's Hospitality. Yes, indeed. Yeah, we're looking for your food establishment idea well it doesn't have to be a food establishment like a restaurant it could be you want to manufacture something but what is your what is your fantasy for your own food business craig what do you think hello craig so todd i get to travel around the country quite a bit for work and you can find pretty much great food everywhere. The one thing I can't find anywhere is New Haven-style pizza, mm-hmm. other than in New Haven. Why, so, why is that, do you think? Is it just because uh, nobody knows how to make it or nobody knows how to enjoy it anywhere else? Yeah, no, no. People know how to enjoy it. Think about how many people have moved out of Connecticut to other places, right? So there's That's fans true. of that pizza everywhere. It's just... Yep. You know, it's a it, you, you got a different fuel to cook it. It's a different crust. It's different ingredients. It's super hot, super fast. So my thought is not not to have an establishment, but I, I want pizza trucks, and I want to start in Miami and work my way north until I hit New Haven. Well, why not start in Connecticut and move your way south? So you start where people where you know people are familiar. 
because Florida, North Carolina, South Carolina is where everybody's moving. Oh, yeah. That's the market. That's a good point. Plus, That's the, the weather's down. Weather is better for food trucks. Yeah, you, you got that right. So I'm going to call it a, a little slice of heaven, and I'm going to cross <laughs> out the E in heaven. <laughs> a little slice of heaven. There you go. I just That's gave awesome. a million-dollar idea. I can't yes. believe it. Yeah, it's, you're going to see it popping up in the next couple of weeks. <laughs> Thank you for sharing, Craig. We'll see how many millionaires we can make off your idea. We'll take more phone calls on this subject coming up, but we thought it would be fun to talk with somebody who is actually already a food professional. Devin Sardilli is here from Sardilli's in Hartford. Oh, I got you on the air. Hello, Devin. Thanks for being here. Uh, good evening, Todd. How are you? Awesome. Thank you for taking the time to talk with us. You are I you grew up in the food business, right? I did. I did. I've been working uh for our company since roughly nine years old. So um I'd say I've been growing up in, in the business is, is accurate. Okay, and uh, tell people who might not know what Sardilli's is all about. So we're a family run business. Um we're a wholesale produce and dairy company. Uh, we sell produce, dairy, butter, eggs, and cheese to the food service industry. And that's comprised of restaurants, country clubs, hotels, schools and universities, casinos, hospitals, um, pretty much anybody in the food service business. So we're having a fun conversation today. I think you heard a few minutes of it where people are sharing their food fantasies because I think everybody, who, everybody who's not in the business has uh, their little thoughts about what would be a good thing to start. And I'm wondering if you, as somebody who spent your whole life in the business, also succumbed to this temptation. Um, yeah, I mean, it's, it's very difficult to come up with something that's, that's new and exciting. Um, I would say back in 2006, um, we started a pre-cut company here that takes produce from its whole state and makes it into a value-added product. So we slice, we dice, we chop vegetables here. Uh, we did that uh, for two reasons. Number one, we had a customer that was pushing us in that direction. Mm -hmm. And two, with labor being the way it is, and especially uh, the way it is today, yeah. these products helped the kitchen lower some of their labor costs and, um, you know, increase production. So the, the idea is because you, because you're going to do it centrally and have a bunch of customers for the product that you can do more volume and do it less expensively and afford to invest in good equipment to, to do the cutting and things like that. That's correct. And, and how's that worked out? That's been great. It's, um, it's expanded year after year. It is now, roughly anywhere from 15 to 20 percent of our annual business wow that's great and is it is it in particular you you alluded to right now and the problems hiring in this particular moment does that cause a lot of uh, new business to come in yeah we've seen an uptick especially since covid um and the labor problems that covid has uh, created in the past two years so a lot of our customers are buying a lot more of this ready-made product. Does that uh, include like uh, cut fruit? Yes, absolutely. Cut fruit, um, you know, for instance, things like sliced tomatoes, diced onions, diced carrots, diced celery. They just don't have the labor uh, in, in the kitchen to really do it anymore. 
Yeah, so you're uh, you're providing a big assist to the business. It's not just about the product, but it's about being able to ease the burden on hiring. So I, I, exactly. I assume you've got uh, family members who you work with every day? Uh, I do. I have my father, who is the president, and my brother, who is the vice president of purchasing. And I assume you guys must be geniuses at getting along with family members because that must be the <laughs> hardest thing in the world to work with members of your own family. It's, it has its challenges, but um, I think we have a great working relationship. Um, you know, each one of us have, has their own lanes. Uh, my, you know, my brother is in purchasing. I handle the sales, and my father really handles the accounting side of things. So we each have our own lanes, yeah. uh, although we come together when there's operational decisions that need to, need to be made. Um, but it's, but it's on a day-to-day -day basis, you've got your own domains. Exactly. That's cool. All right, anything yeah. else you want us to know? No, thanks for having me on. I'm a big fan of the show, and uh, I appreciate the opportunity. Well, thank you, Devin. It's fun to talk to you, fun to learn about Sardilli's. Thank you very much. Have a great night. All righty, that's Devin Sardilli talking to us about his business, and we're talking to you about yours. And there's a real entrepreneur talking about what it's like. Let's take some more phone calls. Bob in Waterbury. Hi, Bob. Hi, Todd. Um, years ago when I used to play softball, there was a guy that used to come down with a little little cart behind his pickup truck, and he used to sell hot dogs. Um, and he used to... It used to be great. You know, go up, pay $2 for a hot dog. Um, he probably gets them at, you know, the distributor. So he probably gets like 100, 200. Yep. With the buns and everything. You get the relish and everything. And he met everybody. And he used to have a line every every day. We used to play on Thursday <laughs> nights. There used to be there used to be leagues at this field in Huntington Park and Waterbury every night of the week. Um, so I'm thinking $2 a hot dog, you sell, I don't know, 100 an hour times three or four hours he, yeah he's gonna go home with 500 hours in his pocket every day yeah he's, he's towing his little trailer behind his car so Nothing was this uh pay. like an official business was he getting permits no, no, to I, do I, this? I do have another this wasn't the guy i was talking about i had a friend he sold hot dogs at another, and you have to get a license mm -hmm. you know you have to be inspected you get you can't pull something along you know it has to be inspected every year it has to be legal and everything but Yep. I mean, that would you know, the, my problem is that I'd sell two hot dogs, then I'd eat one. So the profits would go down really big bad. But, you know, we used to have games every night. I'd buy a couple. My daughter used to get one. Um, that would be my easy way to make some money, and everybody loves hot dogs. Hot dogs are irresistible. They're like one of the most delicious things in the world. It's it's yeah, bizarre go, how good they are. You go to BJ's or Costco's, you buy the, I don't know, the, the 200 pack. And I think if you went to the same place, <laughs> field, after a while, you would know how many to cook. Yeah. You don't want to cook 200 and sell 50. Yeah, but it's not like you have to, they, they don't, what do they need? A minute. I mean, all you're doing is heating them up. They're pre-cooked. Oh, yeah. And then, oh, I'm one of those guys that puts ketchup on a hot dog. Oh, jeez. Oh, I love ketchup on a hot dog. But you have your little relish, your mustard, your onions. And yep. it's just like a, and then you get to watch a, a nice couple of softball games. We had some teams play in our league. There were some serious games, you know, and you're sitting over there making money, and you got the, all the players drinking the beers. Well, I'll have a hot dog now. <laughs> was he uh, was he boiling them or he grilling yeah, them or yeah, what? Yeah, you got the boilers. You got the boilers mm -hmm. there, you know. I love I mean, boiled I hot dogs. Yeah, yeah, that's the best way to do it. But, I mean, if I was going to ever do something, 
I mean, look, you, you don't need a pickup truck. You could tow that little thing behind a car, you know? No, you but, just uh, turn the uh, turn the trunk but, of the car into a heating unit. Well, and just trunk. It, it, you have to tow this little... No, I kind of like the idea of integrating it right into oh, the that be, vehicle. Oh, no, that's where you stuff all your hot dogs and your beers. Oh, that's true. You need the you need the chill station there. That's right. All right, good idea, Bob. Thank you for sharing that. Have a great weekend. Eight six zero five two two nine eight four two. Were you making a face at that idea, Anthony? I think that's a great idea. No, I I don't like ketchup only on hot dogs though. That grosses oh, me out. Yeah. But I'll put ketchup on, like you know, with mustard, onion. Every I'll put it on with it. But oh, I won't alone. put I won't put ketchup on anything. I, I mean, don't even want it in the house. I generally agree with you. Ketchup is overused, and it's not that great. It usually is put on things that don't taste good. Mm-hmm. That's that's the key. Uh, but my preferred hot dog, definitely onions, relish, mustard. That's yeah. it. Yellow mustard or real mustard? I mean, I like spicy mustard, but I like yellow mustard, too. I'll take either. Depends on my mood. All right. He's a moody mustard man. There's a business for you, the moody mustard man. And you could sell anything that mustard goes on, which is virtually anything. All foods are made better by mustard, aren't they? Karen in Southington. Hey, Karen. Hey, Todd. I would love to have a restaurant that actually has limited menu but focuses on what has been specialties of mine for over 30 years of cooking that people come back and to me and say, oh this is great what are your popular so, items so i would i do a lot of um hors d'oeuvre types of parties so mm-hmm. things like um my special garlic bread kielbasa with orange marmalade and brown mustard black olive bread bruschetta chicken buffalo dip a special taco dip but then as a travel editor for over 14 years i have a lot of experience in trying unique foods so you'd have to put your own spin on them if you were going to adopt them on a personal menu, which I would put my experiences to accompanying them, such as Boudin from Louisiana, Hot Brown from Kentucky, Sirloin Chili from Michigan, Guacamole from Texas, nothing like it, Blue Craft from Maryland, um, Salmon from Alaska, um, tons of recipes I have from the Disney Food and Wine Festival because they produced a cookbook. And then just personal dessert favorites that I'm always asked to make. Uh, a special lemon cake, creme brulee, a harvest pie with apples, cranberries, and raisins, and chocolate mousse. So I, I think it's important to take what has been fried and true, and people keep asking for it, and you keep serving it, and you keep just making them. Even recipes like uh, an anchovy red sauce I make every Christmas Eve. My mom's um, macaroni salad with tuna and peas. There's nothing like it. So take all of those <laughs> and put I it, love into it. A re- into a restaurant. Yeah. But that's no, obviously that's a... if I had nothing else to do and I was independently rich and didn't have to worry about you making Didn't have to profit, make a living that's... that way. It's a, it's a great idea, Karen. I'm going to hold you right there because I want to squeeze Steve in from Waterbury. Hey, Steve. Hey, Todd. I, I always like to go buy a car that where I know the people all on the window and ask you if they have any great coupon. Always gets a few laughs. Yes. You remember nothing like one? a little great coupon. <laughs> yeah, I also learned something. I didn't know you could actually say the word fondue on radio until now. How about uh, that? I, yeah, I, I heard of a great business uh, idea. At least I thought it was good. There's a, a chef that had like a, a supper club 
And he made deals with restaurants. They would go there on an off day, like if they were off on Monday or off yeah. they closed. Yeah. And they would prepare a meal for so many guests. Uh, the restaurant made extra money, and it was less overhead for the chef. Yeah, so he built a little profit in for himself on this little arrangement. That's an interesting idea. Thank you, Steve. we got to wrap it up right there. This was a good topic, though, a nice hour. Have a great weekend. Hopefully we got your stomach all all just salivating. Well, your stomach doesn't salivate, but you know what we mean. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up, and your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. 